Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left, Europe's favourite video games radio show. I'm Charles Settle. I'm Steve Curran. <laughs> and for the next hour, we are going to bring you um, well, an hour's worth of uh, video game chats, discussion, debates and uh, all the sort of things you've come to expect from Europe's favourite video game radio show. How are you doing, Anne? pretty well thank nice you. specs thank you i got new glasses uh this week got them especially for the show i did actually because i've been having trouble reading so people that are currently looking on the webcam can admire these put your shirt back on <laughs> uh yeah they've been useful but not without uh, their problems what have you learned through your new vision oh the world is a brighter place than i could ever have imagined okay um and what, but, and what style of glasses are they can you paint a picture for our listeners i don't need to paint a picture because they look like uh, the kind of glasses that a hipster might wear. Okay, they are black that's, rimmed. That's a look you were going for, is it? Yeah. And uh, can you can you put them in your hair? Can I? Yeah. Why would I? Well, you know, so I don't see through my hair. <laughs> so that you could uh, take them down, you know, take them off, and let your hair fall. No, I did do that though. Right. It turns out it's tricky to be that sexy. Right. You have to work at it. Get some practice. Yeah. How's your week been? It has been pretty good, actually. Pretty good. Um, I went to a thing where I judged some music this Did week. Did you? That was fun. It was really fun. I okay. was there with one of our guests, who we will reveal <laughs> shortly. And what were you doing last night? Oh, last night I was with another one of our guests. So essentially, this <laughs> this week yeah. we've just got you know some of people your people I clique. saw this week. <laughs> Let's bring them in, shall we? Hello, <laughs> Philippa. Hi. F- at Philippa War. At Philippa War. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Thank Freelance you. journalist Philippa War. Welcome to the show. It's the first time I've been. Why on. have you never what been on before? You so long. Well, why have you never been on? Well, I tried to come on by accident, sneaking in, but you'd run out of chairs, so I had to stand outside that time. That's remember. what we tell everyone. Really sadly, is that actually true? It's a little bit true. <laughs> that sounds awful. When was that? I don't know. That was in one of the No yeah. Continues uh, phases of the show when we had a lot of people in the studio. I, yeah. Was pressure. I on that week? Because I didn't enjoy No Continues. I would have gladly swapped my seat for you. <laughs> I thought No Continues was boring. Outside. We could have gone down the pub. Yeah. It would have You're been great. boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, Philip. But anyway, it's, 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 a, it's a real pleasure to have you on at last. I think, I think we've been building up to this moment. Yeah. <laughs> do we shut down after this episode? We do, yes. <laughs> Uh, so you are you the one that uh, Anne judged something with, or are you the are you the one that Anne spent last night with? I'm the one that Anne spent last right. night. And what with. were you doing last night? Because I wasn't up to much. Well, we what didn't we do last night? Yeah, there exactly. Was, oh. Right, let's talk to this other guest. <laughs> At Ed Fear. Hello. How are you? Welcome <clears throat> back. I'm good. Thank you for having me back. Uh, well, we're delighted that you could come here at, uh, at, at Anne's request. Yeah. <laughs> so Anne saw you last week. What were you doing? Uh, Anne and I were judging the Pop Justice 20 Quid Music Prize. So you two judge that, do you? Just just uh, you two? Ju- well, I mean... That's Steve, some Steve, power you like, care Steve have. was kind of there as well. But right. but to be honest, most of, most of the deliberation came down to Anne's impassioned speech uh, of the likes of which I've never seen before. No. I stole the microphone. <laughs> I told a room people, uh, room full of people, um, my views on realness and authenticity. Okay, were you? And were you lobbying for our friends' churches? Oh, I was 
beyond lobbying. Okay. Beyond lobbying. And they them. won? And they won. And they so won. Uh, this is how it goes. Churches won the Pop Justice 20 Quid Music Prize. Uh, One Life Left's churches won the Pop Justice <laughs> we made them, didn't we? 20 Quid Music Prize. <laughs> right. I think that we might be award-winning again, Simon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, because obviously churches... Uh, well, Ian from churches wrote our theme tune. So? Did they write the news tune? No. Do you know who that was? <laughs> Parking. Oh. <laughs> It's 7.05 on Monday the 4th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Blockbuster has gone into administration for the second time in a year. Stores will continue trading while a buyer is sought, but the retailer has confirmed that it will not be able to honour PS4 and Xbox One pre-orders. Customers who place pre-orders online will need to write to Blockbuster head office, while customers who pre-ordered in-store will need to go back to that store. Maybe this time Blockbuster actually will be blockbusted. This is annoying, isn't it? If you'd ordered a yeah. PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One through Blockbuster. Yeah, and then you have to write to them. Do you? You have to write a letter. <laughs> Dear Blockbuster, where do you send it to? Um, their, their head office, which they, they put the address on their Twitter account, which is very um, <laughs> sweet, but old-fashioned. Maybe we should send flowers. <laughs> yeah, I, you'd, be, you'd be pretty annoyed, I think, because uh, I, I believe now it's impossible to guarantee that you'll have a next-generation console for Christmas if you've not pre-ordered. Really? Yeah. Oh, it sucks, doesn't it? So, if you're a parent and you uh, you pre-ordered for your children for you're Christmas... Not a very good parent. Who did you pre-order with, Ed? Uh, Amazon. Did you? I did. Safe. Safe, yeah. Safe with Amazon, Safe. aren't Nothing's going to happen to them. Philippa, it's be okay. have you pre-ordered? No. Why not? Because I'm mostly playing PC games at the moment, uh, so... And it's well expensive. <laughs> it's well expensive, isn't it? I'm only isn't a freelance, so... Right. Uh, I, I, have you, did you upgrade yours to a bundle, Ed, when they... When, I did. When Amazon emailed you. I did. I wanted to get the Watch Dogs bundle, but then obviously that, that went. Um, so I've gone with Killzone now, which just feels like the safe choice. Okay. Uh, I'm not particularly enthused about it, though. My, my finger has hovered above the cancel button a few times. So, did they? And it's, it still might happen. I'm not... What can we do to persuade you? Why don't you? you donate your console to one of the poor people who haven't got one thanks to the blockbuster problem? <laughs> And by donate, I think Philippa means stick it on eBay. (laughs) Jonathan Ross has joined Microsoft. The TV presenter will be working as an executive producer with a number of Xbox teams in the UK, including Lionhead and Rare. No specific projects have been announced. Microsoft's Phil Spencer explained, We wanted to bring in new talent that would challenge the way we build games and the way we think about what audiences and what is entertainment. Good luck to anyone getting wussy as their bossy. So what's the what's the key the key takeaway about this story? Um, um, John, <laughs> Jonathan Ross is joining uh, joining Microsoft. Now that you believe is the outcome of this story, yeah. Right. So you think Jonathan Ross works at Microsoft? I don't think he goes into the office every day. Okay. So so he hasn't joined them. Oh wait, no. Wait. Are you saying that this is just? A stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Rhymes with that, certainly. Um, It's, uh, well, obviously we we, we should say a friend of the show, George, George Backer, he's involved in this shenanigans as well, isn't he? He is, yeah. For goodness sake. He's mentioned it. Exactly. It goes deeper than I ever expected. (laughs) (laughs) So we shouldn't be too hostile about it, but I'm very suspicious of this. Very, Why? Well, because I don't. Be- if so, when you joined your your day job, yeah, did you issue a statement saying that you're very proud to be joining forces? I with did your- put up a, um, a status did, on yeah. Facebook. To be <laughs> proud to be joining forces with that yeah, the blind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> joining forces with them. yeah, right to make the world a better place. It, it seems to me. I, I think if you've got a new job, you don't you you don't say that sort of thing. I, I was out uh, with George at dinner the other day, and this he told you're me. Here, Ed. Yeah, and he told give me, us the inside scoop. I can't tell. No, I can't tell you. And I know. Well, yeah. Do I you can't know tell it? You. Though? Uh, I do know. Okay. Um, Go. 
But no, no, I'm not going to do it. Okay. But the first, the first time he told me, uh, I pretty much spat my food out, and then he explained it, and then I was like, oh, actually, that makes sense. So there is a pretty good. What colour is the explanation? I'm not. It's blue. It's blue. I'm not doing that Ooh, again. So there is a good explanation, but you can't tell us. No, I'm pretty well. I'm pretty sure they're going to they're going to kind of go into it in detail pretty soon. But, okay. Um, but yeah. so if they're going to do it pretty soon yeah exactly it seems to seem like if it's he's gonna a, happen a friend. look and i can't reveal anything on one life f news that hasn't already been on Eurogamer. <laughs> <laughs> oculus rift is coming to android the virtual reality headset will support both pc and android but there are no plans to include ios support this was announced by oculus rift ceo at gamesbeat 2013 one life left is offering a prize to the first person to put their google glass inside their oculus rift the prize will be a snack around the non-bespectacled part of your face. <laughs> any questions about this, then? Do I have any questions? Yeah. No, I wrote the news story. Okay. And I know it all. <laughs> Could you explain to me exactly how this is going to happen, then? Yeah. Instead of using the PC to power it, you're going to be able to use your Android phone to power it. Right, OK. Or, so... wait. <laughs> or something else. OK. <laughs> Because, uh, I mean, obviously PC games, have, uh, they have to be specifically written to be about, uh, to be Oculus Rift compatible. Yeah. So Android games will need to be written, will they? Sure. So what sort of... Sounds about right. Have you played um, any sort of uh, no. games on Android that might be... No, I don't have an Android device, Simon. Okay. You're talking to the wrong person. Ed, have you got an Android device? I don't. Philippa? I used to. You gave it up. Yeah. You have an Android device. Rift. You have an Android device, don't I you? I do, and, and so I, I've been wondering since I heard this story. I mean, I, I will buy things that are pointless. Yeah. I don't think yeah. the Oculus Rift is pointless. I think it's uh, tremendously exciting. But things that uh, are not quite ready for public consumption, I'm mm. there. Tapwave Zodiac, I had one of those. <laughs> I bought a Microsoft Surface Pro 2 after I'd bought a Microsoft Surface Pro 1. My fingers had already been burnt by this. Yet, as an Android owner, I, um, I can't imagine the sort of games, because it's difficult to play the games that would immerse you in an Oculus Rift on your phone. But you're going to be wearing the Oculus Rift, aren't you? Yeah, but, but you have to control your game somehow. Like, Isn't it just with your head? No, you look, you look around using it. Well, it, only if it's going to be like a genre of looking games. <laughs> but the people who uh, make Oculus Rift um, actually have said that they can see a future where you use the Oculus Rift and um, it's, it basically acts as a screen that hovers like a few, I don't know, inches or whatever in front of your face. Right. Um, and so what you could, in theory, maybe do is use your Android phone and you use the as a controller and then just have it as a screen sort of inside the, maybe. Inside the thing. Maybe. I'm still sceptical, mm. I think. Uh, yeah. They assured me over Skype. Did they? Some of these things. Wait, now, Oculus Rift several. with Skype, that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Were they doing that? We should have been. Oculus Rift with sent chat me a... roulette. Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo has shut down its Spot Pass service after discovering that miners were using it to exchange offensive material. Whoa. Nintendo found that some people were misusing the 3DS messaging system after exchanging their friend codes on the internet. A statement read, We are very sorry for the uh, inconceivable... Uh, for the... <laughs> <laughs> Start again. Should, should we go again? I thought the glasses were supposed to help. I mean, I really didn't. Sorry. I thought I I, I I liked the reaction of the news item, which was so shocked that Nintendo is abandoned. <laughs> abandoned. Go again, Simon. Okay, Let's roll it again. <laughs> Nintendo has shut down its Spot Pass service after discovering that miners were using it to exchange offensive material. Nintendo found that some people were misusing the 3DS messaging system after exchanging their friend codes on the internet. A statement read, We are very sorry for the inconvenience to the many customers who have been using the service responsibly. However, this decision was made considering the point that many miners also use the service. For goodness sake, miners, this is what Snapchat is for. (laughs) So their statement was about friend codes, was it? No, they're shutting down that bit of the service be- to because stop... people were yeah. sharing their friend codes, sharing their friend codes and sending naughty things. Like, like what? Well, I imagine maybe they were sending each other messages with bad words in them. What? Like, like what? Um, um like cocker. <laughs> that's the worst word you could say. That's the c word. <laughs> or maybe they were um, 
sending each other nasty things as well, maybe offensive. When they say offensive, they just mean they were saying, oh, your hair is awful. Right. <laughs> maybe that's why they shut so it down. So a few people have spoilt it for everybody, have they? A few minors. <laughs> <laughs> Philippa, did you uh, indulge in this sort of behaviour or, or, or do you not do that on PC? Uh, well, I don't think so. I did uninstall Snapchat from my phone after oh. Game City. <laughs> did you now? I what did happened? A bit. Um, we introduced the, the wonderful Keith Stewart to Snapchat. <laughs> and he's subsequently been fired, hasn't he? I understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. It, it was a sad thing, but perhaps inevitable. What did Keith make of <laughs> Snapchat then? Um, he got to grips with it quite quickly. Did he? Natural. Yeah. Is he a minor? <laughs> Um, I I think no. Okay. no. He is exchanging Alas. friends codes with. <laughs> <laughs> we should qualify that. Maybe that's probably not get true. Us kicked off Snapchat. Stuart. Yeah. He wow. can't. He doesn't have the power to do that. Not anymore. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Ed, you you're a 3ds user, aren't you? I am indeed. Are yes. you sure? Is this is this going to affect you personally? No, because I think it's only on the Nintendo letterbox thing, which is where you draw messages oh you draw um, them that could be the problem yeah yeah. i yeah, know what yeah. i would draw first <laughs> well, well i i think i think i've probably i may have drawn something i don't i, I you know it's Wait, very, you it's very possible you've got it shut down I, i'm just saying you're a minor <laughs> so well, what do you wear of, of a type uh, but basically i think there may be a small chance that i was involved but I'm, <laughs> really i can't Brilliant. remember can we change the headlines this new story <laughs> yes <laughs> video games ed fish shuts down in Nintendo. <laughs> and finally, the worst part about getting stuff is when you have to queue to get stuff. Luckily, Game is offering a solution to people who don't like queuing, and weirdly, the solution is money. The retailer is offering lazy people a queue jump pass for the PS4 and Xbox One launch nights, as long as they pay off their pre-orders in advance. One of these days, someone's going to invent a system whereby stuff gets brought to your door directly. Until then, happy queuing! They're nothing if not innovative game, are they, uh, in their pursuit yeah. of commercialising every aspect yeah. of what they do? But it's not even... Uh, they're not getting any more money. They're just getting their money in Earlier. advance, which means you can't cancel. Mm. That's clever. But you mm. can still get a refund, right? That's basic. That's annoying, though, isn't it? You have to write to their head off. Well, so you would... <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you would... Uh, you'd pay your pre-order. You'd go up early. You could be the first person to return an Xbox One. Because you picked it up first and then just moved to the returns. So exactly. That's how much I don't want one. Ostentatiously standing in a slightly do separate that. queue Let's holding your First Xbox. class retail experience with game. You probably can't is, return it. It's probably against the end user license agreement that Microsoft's put on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. The thing is, though, somebody has already invented a way of avoiding queuing with systems. It's called the delicatessen counter. You know, you have the little ticket that right. you take oh, and then yeah. you just go off and do your shopping and then you come back. And so what you you're saying is games should get um, a nice selection of um, salamis and cheeses. <laughs> yes. Um, like whilst everyone waits this to is, get their Xbox. Right, you know how gaming overuses the word smorgasbord? Yeah. We should have a literal a smorgasbord. Literal. <laughs> uh, so you won't be taking uh, advantage of this unique feature then, no? Um, no, I definitely won't, but thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One life left video game news with Anne
Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. There has been a shock in the courts as a prominent shopkeeper has been found to have unlawfully employed job seekers under the government's back-to-work scheme. The employer, Thomas J. Nook, made the two raccoon cubs work incredibly long hours with no breaks and paid them no salary. In court, Mr. Nook claimed that the two cubs were his nephews and that they were helping him as a family favour. This has been disputed and the cubs are currently in foster care with a nice Roma family that have different hair colour to them. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Thanks ever so much, Sega Badawi, local news correspondent. Yeah, it's good. doing really well. Do you feel intimidated by that? Anne? Yeah. Right, you should. You should do. Before that, we heard the <clears throat> the um, Rambo First Blood Part 2 high score music. Brilliant! Of course. Yes. Uh, which was downloaded from remix.kwed.org, where selection of the se- of this evening's music is coming from. Not our usual place. Not our usual place, no, That's because good. we don't have our usual host, do we? We should mention where Steve is. Where is he? Well, we got a note. When was it? It was really late in the week. Really last late in the week, week wasn't it? Th- let's say Thursday. Requesting a holiday on Halloween. Yeah, of all days, when, we, when everybody knows how busy we are, <laughs> um, saying that he was off to LA. Unbelievable! Isn't it unbelievable? <clears throat> did we get invited? We did not get invited. Hope you have a nice time, Steve. Uh, we're going to try and take care of the place whilst you're away, miss you, etc. But we have no Steve, but we have two excellent guests. Um, another thing that we didn't get invited to, I was reading the Evening Standard on the way here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, there's a feature on Bossa Studios, who, uh, as you know, we made. We did make we them, did. didn't Mike, we? Mike Bithell used to work there. Yeah, we made him. Um, page 38, though, there's a full page, midnight opening. Get it first at Game Westfield Stratford. Get it first. Brilliant. Um, it's the Call of Duty launch this evening. Did you get, Sh- get an invite to that, Anne? No, I thought I would get it second. <laughs> Can we not pay more money to get it first? Maybe we should be able to pay more money, but yeah, no, I don't. Uh, so it's launching so it's tonight. Tonight, cod, cod, uh, cod, gox, cod, call of gox. <laughs> what do we call this one? I think we call it just call, just of call of spooky. It, call of spooky. Yes, that's uh, my contribution. I'm very good. Uh, Ed, Ed, are you going this evening? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I was. I don't get invited these days mm. to anything. Philippa. Hello. <laughs> you look nice this evening. Thanks. Yeah, why well, so? You know, there's no need to dress up for uh, for one life left. I mean, but I did it anyway. Did you? Um, <laughs> I did. Just wondering what you're up to after the show. Might be going to the call of duty. Are you now? Uh, <laughs> yes. Can we give you some missions? Yes. <gasps> Maybe. Yes. Yes. So you've been to one of these things before, haven't you? I've been to two. Okay. So yeah. then you went to the Cod Blops 2 one. I went to Cod Blops 2 and I went to M Dubs 2. Right. Can I you believe. describe <laughs> what, what goes on at these things? Well, you go and you sit in a room and someone tells you all about the game and, um, well, that was the first one, uh, the Modern Warfare one, and um, one of the people who made the game plays the game and then dies like a noob in front of an entire audience (laughs) full of people and gets shouted at, (laughs) you know. Okay. Um, And then you go to a party afterwards and there's always a grime artist. Hence the outfits, party (laughs) outfit. Anne was impressed with your boots earlier. I was, they're great boots. Mm, So if if you're there later on, do look down. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where I will be anyway, on account of being short, not anything else. I should, I should stop talking. So the party, the party, uh, I, I'd imagine, is unlike anything in, in video games, is it? So, the, you know, champagne flowing, uh, you know, Is it sophisticated? I bet it's sophisticated. You do get sometimes canapes, and sometimes you get, like, the little mini um, fish and chipses. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's well good. Okay. Um, sometimes drink. Sometimes you can stand about 20 feet away from Goldie. So Wayne uh, Bridge was at one of them. Shut up. <laughs> no. um, I understand. I mean, I've, I've never been to one of these things. I understand that they, um, they segregate people like you from people like Wayne Bridge. Is that right? There was a certain amount of separation at, at one of them. Okay, I so I believe Mission yeah. 1. Yeah, get unsegregated. <laughs> unsegregate yourself. I'm going to try and do that. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. So we would like uh, you to uh, tweet a selfie, um, a selfie of you and what what sort of celebrity? 
I'm thinking a D to E list. Okay. Anything okay. above is unacceptable. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Dean Gaffney? Be. Dean Gaffney. Get gaffers. Oh, do you know what? Do you know who I would absolutely love to be there is Richard Blackwood. Right. We're not doing <gasps> this. We're not doing this for you. <laughs> like if if you had to do, do something you, that was nice for you. Would you say no to a photo of Richard Blackwood? Would you? And No, we wouldn't say no. Right. Okay, no. Uh, we we would consider that to be the minimum level. Okay. Of acceptability. Right. Okay. okay. Um, and then at midnight, they give everybody a copy of the game, don't they? Sometimes. 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 And some people. Does it fall from the sky like balloons? You know when that they just op- like do a balloon drop? Is it just a um, game drop? So at the Modern Warfare one, um, they actually froze copies of the game into like a bar. Like the, the bar was made of ice and they yeah. had copies of the game in there. And there were a few people who were standing next to it trying really surreptitiously to melt the ice with their lighters just to get a copy of the oh, game guys. like you know half can an you hour name earlier. these people i have no idea who they were they were just as like like me you know right. <laughs> not big names or anything <laughs> not segregated <laughs> <laughs> you people ed have you got can you think of any missions for uh, philippa um if, if you were there what sort of co- uh, trouble would you cause i would try and find a way to uh Get some decent music onto the sound system. Right. What are you trying to say about Rizzle Kicks? <laughs> uh, I don't think I need to say anything about <laughs> what Rizzle is kicks. a Rizzle Kicks. Uh, I believe Rizzle Kicks is a grime duo. Okay. I really hope that's true. <laughs> you, you are just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> they always have a grime artist at okay. these things. They always do. Are always. you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'll be all right, I reckon. Well, I don't know. Because you're actually going there on behalf of uh, PC Gamer, aren't you? Yeah. I understand to go and yeah. write something about it. And you, but you've been, you've been there before under, for, on behalf of other outlets, have you? Yeah, I've been there before. Uh, so does, for Digital Spy. So does who you're representing uh, affect your behaviour on the evening? I don't think I've ever let anything affect my behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like as you're going on uh, on behalf of PC Gamer, you can just turn your nose up at the Xbox One version and go, cool, "Well, of course you can get this." <laughs> Who played this on PC last year? I'm going to go over and just like shove it over. Okay, be fine. <laughs> good. Well, I hope you have a nice time. Um, you know, members of the public can join in as well. Uh, games say that um, you can get goodie bags, goodie bags, comma giveaways, and play before midnight. What? That's worth. It's uh, worth heading to Stratford for, isn't it? Isn't it? Be tempted by this, Anne? No, I'm going to go home um, and make my dinner. Uh, it says get there from 6pm for your chance really to win tickets. Dinner. If anyone's interested and, and that's an open offer, then... Get there from 6pm for your chance to win tickets to the official Call of Duty launch party at Indigo 2. Yeah, well... Right, so is that where it is? Yeah. 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 Should we just go along? No. <laughs> Having a great time in Greenwich. Do you recognise this, Anne? Yeah. Do you? It's that one, isn't it? 
One from the thing. Who's you win by? I don't know. Rob Hubbard. Is that the man from um, Scientology? Y- yes, it is. Brilliant. It's good to know he's got another hobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually John Travolta you're thinking of. Uh, of course, of course, of course. And so John Travolta wrote this. It did, yeah. It's the, um, the Commando theme. Amazing. It's what music, game, game music used to sound like. Sounds like the past, doesn't it? So, uh, we are halfway through tonight's uh, show. We've got some, a little bit later on. Oh yeah, we've got some really exciting news! Got some really exciting news, yeah. Stay tuned because this evening we are going to be announcing and uh, discussing when, where and what will be going on at our Christmas party. It's all going to go off. (laughs) That's all I can say for now. It is, but before then... Philippa was dancing today. Uh, she was head dancing. I love the letters Do you? tune. I love it. Yeah. Who wrote this one? Was it written by churches? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, was it? One of my left churches. <laughs> I don't think it was, no. Who has a letter? I got a letter. Oh, yeah. Dear Steve, well... Yeah, you're you're attending to his, his official business yeah. in his absence. I'm, uh, yeah, he wrote to HR, I'm taking care of his stuff. Uh, given Guy Cocker's recent GMA success, uh, I thought I should check out what all the fuss was about and review his back catalogue. The PR special caught my eye, so I downloaded it and eagerly tuned in. Guy was his usual high-quality self, interviewing two PR chaps who entertainingly moaned about journos and overseas trips and cocktail-fueled junkets. My heart almost bled. Then one of the interviewees commented about his mentor, Simon Byron. Hi. Uh, And what an inspirational chap he was. Yes. And that he was a leading light in the PR world. Mentor. And that he was so cool with his groovy tablet and PS3 controller tech on the train. Yes. Is this letter from Simon? Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, With all the Byron-esque love being doled out, I can only assume that um, this is the episode the GMA panel listened to and thus awarded (laughs) by his gong for this work. Therefore, do you feel that OLL deserves credit for Guy's GMA success or do you blame Simon for confusing the judges uh, with and gifting Cocker the win? Good luck for next year from Richard. Philippa, what's your take on that? I got confused and bedazzled by the praise of you, um, and I was under the impression that you guys were award-winning just on all facets. Right. So it's fine. Say all need, facets. Do we have any facets? You no. need mm. Cocker's pity. Do Don't you? need. No, I'm going to go on Guy's uh, podcast soon, though. Are you? I am. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. He's right, a lovely guy. Interesting, because he asked me to go on, but he, he asked you second. But he then hasn't followed it up. Mm. <laughs> Actually, this is the second podcast I've done today. It really what is, have you yeah. done earlier? I was on the Little Metal Dog show earlier, talking about uh, Greedy Wizards. So, uh, you know, you, I'll soon be appearing on the Guy Cocker podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll look forward to not tuning in. <laughs> podcast hub. Yes, Ed, do you have a letter? Yes, I do have a letter. It's very long, though, so I'm going to abridge it okay. on the fly. Uh, hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi, yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm writing to let you know that Bar and Club Guide app Drink Advisor will be launched for free on iOS and Android <laughs> for mobile and tablet on Thursday the 7th of November. It's the world's largest database of user-generated reviews of bars and clubs. This is brilliant! Right. It gets better. It also includes a comprehensive database of hundreds of drink and cocktail recipes. No. <laughs> and Oh, that's not it. There is more. To celebrate the launch, Drink Advisor is offering a prize fund of 5,000 US dollars <gasps> split between the top 10 best reviews they receive during the month of November. There is then an email address to send it to, but I'm not going to read that out because I don't want to give them. So the, <laughs> this is a press release that we received. Now, obviously, <clears throat> being... Uh, you know, award nominated. Uh, coverage on the show is very highly yeah, sought. Very um, so we get added to a lot of lists, just, you know, as in turn, we add people to our own lists, yeah. don't we? But we, uh, PRs <laughs> have got hold of uh, the, our, our address and they send us stuff asking whether they can advertise. And we say no, because we're like Louis P, aren't we? No adverts on Savvy Gamer. If it's not good enough for Savvy Gamer, it's not good enough for us. Um, but this poorly targeted, I thought, ah, oh, look, this is ridiculous. They don't know who we are. Oh, yes, they do. And yeah, they're targeted, 
They've addressed it to Anne. Yeah. <laughs> Personally targeted at Anne. So um, you should take a look at that. We've got uh, until the rest of the month. Sure, OK. Can um, try and get 5,000? I'm not certain. I've never heard of this practice before, of offering a prize for the best <laughs> review. But let's totally yeah, do it. Yeah, let's just do all of the reviews. One of them will be good. I mean, That's I PR think, Guru Simon Bowen. Yeah, <laughs> I think that uh, if we were to offer them 8 out of 10... Or nine out, or even ten out. I mean, unprecedented. Do you think we'd get five thousand dollars? No, I think go with the seven. Make it realistic. See what we should do. What? Get them involved in the announcement. (gasps) We really should. Okay, (laughs) Philippa. My letter. Yes. It is from Graham Virtue, listener to the show. Five hours ago, as of the printing of this email, to team. Hello, team, and special guest. Special guest. I think that that means you. I'm just going to sit here. Well, I I don't like the non-inclusivity of this, Graham. Anyway, (laughs) um, we're now four days into November, also known as Movember. What is your favourite video game moustache? I like the handlebar moustache. Hang on. No, I've screwed that up. I like the massive handlebar on Mike Hagar from Final Fight, and his tash ain't bad either. You see, you see how that went so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so easily done. Yours, I Graham. I thought you covered it very well. Favourite video game <laughs> moustache, Ed? Uh, uh, yeah, I can only think of Mario. Okay. That's the really boring. No, that's fine. That's the really boring one. Quickly, Anne, save uh, us. I don't see moustaches. <laughs> <laughs> only people. I'm, I'm not that kind of a girl. <laughs> Maybe Robotnik. Okay, yeah. Ah, very good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Good one. I'm going to say Luigi, because but in Luigi's, uh, in Mario and Luigi's dream, man, uh, dream whatever that is on the DS. The one, where, the one where you can poke his face. Where you poke his face and twirl his moustache in order to fling Mario. Uh, A functional moustache is your favourite kind of moustache. Final letter. Hey, Simon. Are there any games that are loosely veiled adverts that you actually think are pretty good? Says Edgar. I don't know. That's a very specific question. Games that are loosely veiled adverts. That seems like a very leading question. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Can we think of any? Aren't all free-to-play games basically adverts yes. for the, the paid content? So, is you, what's your answer? <laughs> no. Dota. I've spent so much money on that game. Have you? Yes. <laughs> it made the mistake of, like, telling you how much money you've spent. I was like, Are you, like, you going to tell us? It's over £100. Wow. Yeah. What have you got for that? Lots of hats. <laughs> hats for wizards. Do you feel as if it was worth it? I feel like maybe I need to reevaluate my priorities because I think it was worth it, yes. Mm. Wow, <laughs> I thought the £10 I'd spent on Puzzle and Dragons was bad. Oh, no, wait, wow. I spent tenner on a chameleon. A chameleon that brings this, you this things. This appears to turn in into, into, turn into a, some sort of self-help session. Yeah. Oh. Actually, I spent 40 quid on a pet in front of us 14 as well. Actually. There you go. Did so. you? Right, great. Thank you ever so much for all your letters this week. Yeah. Um, next week, uh, to encourage your correspondence, we have got a copy of Piggyback Interactive's amazing uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag Guide, which is one of the most beautiful video games books I've seen ever. Uh, they sent me a copy. I'm, I've not got Assassin's Creed, so we're going to give it away next week uh, to the best letter. Um, so email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Um, I must say, though, that we probably can't afford the postage. To... So can you come and pick it up? <laughs> well, maybe pick it up at the announcement. Oh. Yeah, which we'll talk about in a second. You ever have that feeling where you're not sure if you're awake, you're still feeling
Ah, ya tiene. So, this is a theme tune, man. Oh, is it? What sort of um, sort of character? A bouncy one. Very good. Goes goes along. <clears throat> so, what's um, what bounces? Sort of. Uh, babies. <laughs> That's right. This is from. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, it's lovely, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, if you are a, a character that bounces. Bounces. What would you call it? Uh, ba- um, Miss, Mr. Bounce. Any ideas? Uh, it's, an old, it's an old video game. Is, is it, is it uh, an animal? Unclear, actually. Because uh, uh, okay. I was thinking Super Frog, but I literally have no idea what the Super Frog theme tune sounds right. like. It's not this. Say that now, okay. Philippa. Some kind of a ball. It's, it's, it, uh, what's the other thing that bounces? So, so actually, this, strictly speaking, doesn't bounce, but you... So you Sort of hop along on it. Uh, hop a, a, a space hopper. Oh, Cloud? No. no. It's a thing <laughs> on a spring, isn't it? A oh, a pogo. No, oh. that's the name of the <laughs> game. The thing cool. on a spring. Oh. oh. That's what things used. To, what things used to be like, Anne. The olden days. I should rename it to Pogo. <laughs> it's a great name. Maybe that's oh, why it wasn't successful. This. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Right then, it's uh, 22 8 on Monday, the 4th of uh, November. We're missing Steve, aren't we? We are missing Steve. We're also missing a date in the diary. I'm not. I've got mine down already. Do you? I'm really excited. Ed, can you take your diary out, please? Philip, have you got okay. your diary can on you? you? Just open up your diary. And yeah. listeners, please, whatever you're doing, please open your diary. We're going to give you a second to go and get your phone, your right, calendar yeah, exactly. on the wall. Just, you know, and find a permanent marker or. Don't use a permanent marker on your phone. Yeah, or a tattoo needle, <gasps> oh, a yeah, compass. Get that. Yeah, compass. So if you don't have a diary to hand, find um, a piece of skin, some Indian just ink, a, and, a, and an old school skin. compass. Yeah, and you're going to write on it Saturday, December the fourteenth. I've already got that in there. Have you? Yeah. Oh, someone's have. popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's these guys. <laughs> You're coming because Saturday, December the 14th will we... be the One Life Left and The Guardian. Feet The Guardian. <laughs> we, this year we are presenting Christmas 2013. We really are. It's our job this year to bring Christmas to the streets of London. So, yes, uh, it's in London. Uh, we hope you can make it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's like how many weeks away? Maybe it's not six, very long, seven is weeks. It? It's exciting. It's at the Burlington Arms in Mayfair, which same is same place as we had it last year. Yeah, so we've moved on from our friends at the Blue Posts. They were just we, a little bit small. We love them. We, we do. Love we them. do still, we still drop go by, there. Drop by. But we've hired the, Bl- the Burlington uh, Arms exclusively. They're in Mayfair, and uh, that's where our Christmas party is going to be this year. And that's the date. It's going to be kicking off at half past six. Oh, yeah. Uh, and tickets are now available. They're now they available. Are, n- are they? Wait, how do you know that they are now available? They are now available <laughs> because we've launched. Uh, if you head to ol.eventbrite.com, you can pick up a ticket. You can guarantee entry to how the much One Life tickets, Left. Simon? Tickets are £10. Now, do you mean... <laughs> What, what a bargain. Thank you, is what you mean. Yeah. Now, we should explain. Uh, the reason that we've set... It's the same as last year. We set the tickets at £10 because uh, in order to get the place exclusively, we've had to guarantee a minimum bar spend. And we are nervous <laughs> that you people can't drink that yeah. much. Uh, we, we just wanted to make sure that we aren't going to be stung. Um, so, uh, basically, we're charging £10. Eventbrite are taking their fee. We're absorbing the fee. You're not, Ed. Uh, yeah. There was a there, there was a tick box to uh charge you eleven pounds twenty five, but we were like No No, not for Ed, we said. <laughs> what about everyone else? And not for them either. Well because no, we treat, feel so special. We treat, well, because we treat everybody special. Okay. Um but we're gonna put uh the money behind the bar. So Turn up early, get your drinks exactly. for free. So we're not sure how long it will last for. It didn't last very long last year. Well, time, did it? last year we sort of I think we'll be opening the doors at half six. We'll probably put the bar free at about seven. That's um, a good idea. Yeah. yeah so uh, everybody can get to you know get the chance to find their seats. And it's gonna be brilliant, isn't it? What are we gonna be doing there, It's Anne? gonna be so much fun. We are going to be doing karaoke there. Obviously. Our video game karaoke. Yes. We're gonna be asking people to bring um, a game that they no longer love, a game that maybe somebody else could love. Could We're be Call, ask, of, Call of Duty Ghosts. Could be, could be. 
Who knows? Hey, by that point, you could bring your um, Xbox, Xbox One, one along. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to ask you to wrap it up right on um, on the cover what format it is for. And we're going to have Keith Stewart <laughs> dress up like Santa and he can sit on his lap. It's Keithmas. Exactly. It really That's everything is. I've ever wanted. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it should be enormous fun. We'll be playing some games. Um, the Burlington Arms is split across two floors. So downstairs will be karaoke. Upstairs, we're going to do some tabletop games. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you'll be able to play all manner of card games up there, Anne, yeah, including sure. the by then launched... Greedy wizards. Imagine. Well, come on. <laughs> no, this is very exciting. I'm Isn't really it? looking forward to this. Yeah. <laughs> but downstairs, a karaoke sponsored by Caro, Caro cards. <laughs> uh, upstairs is going to be Which uh, card games. Room? Aren't we do? Aren't we having a putative Christmas pantomime? Perhaps, maybe. Yeah. We could There's maybe been talk like that we can put on a pantomime and do that. Yeah. I would definitely let, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm involved. Okay, cool. I'm the a pantomime, pantomime which, game. Can I announce the title? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's Snow White and the Seven Out, out of, of Ten, ten Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all down to Philippa. Well done. Do you know, I, I love Christmas anyway, but I'm particularly looking forward to it now. That's phenomenal. <laughs> so there's going to be a pantomime. Potentially. Possibly. Definitely. Okay. I think you should commit to it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, do you know Commitment. what? There's going to be a pantomime. We're just going to have to come around. We're going to have to get this Google do, Doc working. Yeah, mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Amazing. So, yeah, so, so the, we need a room. Yeah, no, you, you, you can have a, a room once once the Greedy Wizards World Championship has been dealt with. The inaugural. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, it's going to be super exciting. Yeah, so you're, those tickets again are on sale now at oll.eventbrite.com. We will start tweeting and Facebooking it and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, but we would love to see you there. Our Christmas parties go down in history. They I, really do. Uh, as people's highlights of the year we yeah i think we've made it into um several lists of, yeah. of highlights of the it's year. always keith stewart's sixth favorite thing uh, we are <laughs> perpetually keith stewart's <laughs> sixth favorite thing so relatively better than grand theft auto 5 oh. exactly so <laughs> please do come we'd love to see you there it's going to be a really really fun night again uh, tickets on sale now and uh, like we say the money will be going behind the bar Amazing. So that, I mean, you know, that's a fair way of doing it, Ed, isn't it? That is a gen- that is a genuine bargain. Okay. Definitely. Thanks very much. You're needed in surgery. Dr. Avatar, operating room dictation on patient toadstool, comma, peach. Operative diagnosis, hemodynamic instability during childbirth. Estimated blood loss, 2,500 cc's, OR times 6 hours. Ms. Toadstool experienced onset of labor at 39 weeks, complicated by large for gestational age fetus. Delivery of an enormous reptile was precipitous, immediately followed by massive hemorrhage, and the patient's vital signs reflected circulatory shock. A stat transfusion of three units of blood was ordered and an abdominal incision was performed. Upon exploration of the abdominal cavity, a full thickness uterine rupture was discovered, possibly induced by the delivery of her son's spiked shell. With the patient rapidly decompensating, a subtotal hysterectomy was performed with evacuation of the placenta. The patient did not spontaneously awaken following the surgery and was placed on assisted ventilation. Ms. Toadstool will be transferred to the intensive care unit where she will undergo aggressive resuscitation attempts. If she survives the postpartum period, she will be unable to bear future children, and I will telephone her partner's castle to discuss this with him. Ending dictation for patient Toadstool, comma, Peach. The ever-wonderful Dr. Avatar there. You can follow on Twitter at Adam Avatar. You sh- I tell you what, listeners, you should have been in the studio to see Ed's face. He <laughs> 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 was grimacing at the medical terminology and I, descriptions. Well, yeah. Pfft. It was Ooh. bleak. It was. It was, it, it, was, bleak. It, was, it, was well, it was bleak and graphic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
I was going to say not so keen on uh, not so keen on the reviews theme, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they just start dancing. There's some movement. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one, isn't it? This is a preview for okay. what it's going to be like at the party. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the pantomime. Shoulders. Right. <laughs> so, uh, who's been playing what this week, Anne? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Remember Me. It's now on um, PlayStation Plus. It is. For free. I haven't played that much of it yet. So but, do you, but you feel like you've played enough to offer an opinion? Well, I'm going to chat about it a bit. Um, Remember Me is about people who don't have memories because they've had them taken away in that. <laughs> what do they call those people? Oh, I don't know. Stuff. I don't like like lots of names. Anyway, they've got this thing on the back of their neck called a sensen, which has your memories or something in it. Right. So then you can just... Um, so you are a memory... Uh, you play this girl who has also had her m- memories but not all of them she is resilient um sort of taken off of her um but she used to be um a memory i'm gonna call her a memory warrior but that's not what she's actually called in the game but it, that's is, it is now yeah i'm memory sure the capcom warrior. can patch it in yeah um and yeah she has to go and find find stuff because she wants to go and get her memory back and okay. help other people in that it's all right it feels like feels quite a lot like a film how does she know that she's lost it um, because, oh, because she gets her little, like, her brother follows her around in, like, a little um, speech bubble up in the corner of the screen. It's magic, really, okay. when you think about it. Set in the very, very future. Right. Although, actually, not that much of a future. <laughs> it's 2084. That's, that's actually quite near in the it future, is, yeah, isn't it? yeah, you better watch out. Ooh, it is definitely a dystopia. Okay. Um, yeah, I think maybe I need to play a bit more of it. <laughs> but I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, so as it stands, yes, it feels very much, um, feels very filmic at the beginning, uh, particularly. I haven't really got into it that much, but then I haven't played that much, so I guess that's... This doesn't sound like your most comprehensive review, Anne. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. Give it a score. I'm going to 7 out of 10. Okay, and, you know, maybe let us know if you revisit um, that. Yeah, opinion. I probably will. Okay. Yeah. Ed. Hello. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing... When you've uh, not been leaving digital breadcrumbs <laughs> through your 3DS naughty images. Well, uh, I've been playing uh, Phoenix Wright's Dual Destinies. Yes, you have. How's that? Uh, it is quite good. Quite good. I also have not played that much of it okay. so far, um, but it's very much in the... Uh, tradition of the other games not really much different apart from the fact it's all in 3d now um and there's a woman uh, your new assistant can like understand people's emotions how unusual <laughs> <laughs> this I, must be set I, in the future is it yes it, uh, spurge's left future um and uh but yeah, she can she can she can detect people's emotions when they're giving testimony, and so she can highlight for you when their emotion is incongruent with their testimony. Right. So that's, that's removing the, the part of the game that requires you requires intellect. Well, so it's no, not well, logic no. anymore. It's more sort it's of. Just, it's kind of like that, but it's only she only tells you like obviously if she tells you if like they're happy when they're when they're telling something like how they were crushed by some rubble, and then you can go, why were you happy? And they go, oh, because somebody then came and saved me, the guy that I fancy, and stuff like that, and you get more. So it's kind of it, does that is that an example of what happens? Yeah, that's actually yeah, a right. proper a proper example. So spoilers. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> very early, very 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 early spoilers. Sexy rubble spoilers. <laughs> Love getting crushed and then meeting a man I fancy. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, it's, it's basically what I've got planned for this weekend. <laughs> Roll on December the 14th, then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to throw so much rubble around. <laughs> uh, right, great. Uh, yeah, Going to give it a score? Uh, 7 out of 10. Philippa. Hello. I have been playing uh, Device 6. On I've heard a lot about this. I you iOS people. Device. Yes. For Device 6. Um, no, so it's uh, a really interesting uh, narrative game, but not in the sense that you usually just sort of get told a story and it's all a bit uh, prod to continue. It actually uh, moulds the story and creates the game space with the words and the way the text is actually structured. So, for example, you'll read that you go round a corner in the place, but the way the text is, it actually bends round so that you have to turn your phone and it feels like you're actually exploring a space and 
you interact with different bits of um, imagery and video and audio to actually sort of get a sense of where you are. So it basically creates a map with the narrative and it's really cool. It's only available on iOS, isn't it? I do believe so. That's a shame for people like me, isn't it? At the moment, I would assume that they would have uh, other platforms lined up just because it's a good good gaming experience. What score would you give it? I think I would give it a a strong 7 out of 10. Strong 7. Strong 7, yeah. I've been playing, thanks for asking, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, have you? I want to play that. Might only play the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So it's... um, it's how would you describe it? It's a it's a it's a co-op game that you play alone. Wait. Yes. Wait. So you control um, two brothers uh, who are sons, and it's set in a magical fantasy world. Um, it's been created by well, it's been made by Starbreeze and a film director, isn't it? I think. Yeah. And it's absolutely wonderful. Um, and so you control blue brother with your left stick and red brother with your right stick and um like it's it's essentially eco but you're controlling the the the, uh the the princess she a princess in eco yes she is Uh, well let's say she is let's say she definitely is she just a child let's say princess i mean i think yeah i think you know you shouldn't uh you shouldn't pigeonhole children Um, and so uh, it's yeah, and so it's it's very unusual. Not playing again. It, it reminds me like so each you know, one brother's taller than the other, so one can climb up more, and the other can get between gaps and stuff. Um, and so that, that's essentially it invents puzzles that require those abilities. And at times it feels a bit like. Um, patting your head and rubbing your stomach sometimes as you forget which brother it is but it's it's played at such a sedate pace that there's there's never really any sort of true sense of peril and therefore you can just sort of meander through it and it's it's absolutely gorgeous um yeah i'm a i'm i don't know how far i'm in i've played it uh, for a good few hours Anne, and i think uh, yeah i would thoroughly recommend that you do that as well okay i'm playing it on pc i believe it's also available on xbox uh, I think it's on... And PlayStation as well. Is it out on PlayStation? Check it out. Sure, yeah. uh, it's worth 7 out of 10. Okay, we're going to play our final piece of music and then we'll be back to say goodbye. So, uh, goodbye. Mics are up, so stop yeah. what you were just okay, talking okay. about. <laughs> Do that then. Okay. Interested to find out more. Uh, <laughs> so we're almost done. We are almost done. It's been a good show. It's been a real show. A it's real been show. a very authentic show. Yeah, I see this, um, I should say quickly, this is the theme from Parallax, uh, a sensible software game. Um, you can read about in the sensible software Kickstarter book, which is very good. Uh, by Johan Anderson. Uh, you can find that and all the songs we've been playing this evening from remix.kwed.org. Ed, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. You will come back again, won't you? And do oh. some real talking this time. Some real talk. Next time I'll make it my own. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Uh, Ed, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Ed Fear. 
Philippa. Hello. Have a wonderful time this evening. Thank you. We didn't get to talk to you about loads of stuff that we should have done. That's okay. I've got some missions to, to be getting along Yeah, please with, keep so us updated be, through the night. Yeah, do. Do, yeah. do keep us posted. Cause as much trouble as you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, not only are you there... Who is it for? Is PC it Gamer. PC Game. Yeah. Uh, not only are you there for them, you're now there for us too. So act in the appropriate One Life Left style. <laughs> and by that I mean push as many people as you can over. So where can we find you on the internet? I am at Philippa War on Twitter, 1L2Ps and 2Rs, and philippawar.co.uk and Wired and other places. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, Thank everybody. You so much. Uh, book tickets for the party. We will see you next yes, week. Come to the party. <laughs> <laughs>